Welcome to the Western Sports Football Club podcast. After a week clear of rain, we managed to get three games on at the weekend. Stay tuned to find out how successful we were. With 21 goals across the three matches, we won't be short of things to talk about tonight. In an attempt to keep the club running smoothly, we're holding a fundraising comedy night. This will take place at Club 94 in Yeovil on Saturday the 1st of February. Come and watch four professional comedians in action for just £10 while also supporting local football. It's an absolute bargain. It is uh, Tuesday the 10th of December and with me tonight is Will Island and hopefully soon I'll be joined by Jake Coombs, <laughs> maybe Harry Gibbs, but we'll see. But Will, we'll start with the uh, first team match on Saturday, home to Corfe Castle. A uh, bit of a difference from the last few weeks, it was quite a nice afternoon and a couple of new surprises like Josh had served his suspension and was back and available and new signing Gary Bowles was also, also available. Yeah, things are looking good for us. Um, when you wake up on the Saturday morning and the weather's yeah, it was reasonably warm considering the week we had um, and, and dry yeah perfect football weather really and strange for Alvinson there was no wind <laughs> absolute blessing <laughs> I imagine the supporters were quite quite keen about that as well so and it's you know we'll get a bit more back with to full strength with, with Josh and you know Bolsey if he's going to be playing for us every week it's going to be a, a good signing potentially I, uh, I've only ever played against Gary Bowles. I marked him and he scored a hat-trick and I got man of the match. So I think, yeah, that, that probably tells the story, really. He's quite good. <laughs> OK, it started, um, we started reasonably well. We had plenty of possession during the opening uh, spells of the game, 10, 15 minutes, whatever. But, but Corfe were sort of quite quick and catching us on the break. Uh, yeah, I saw a little bit of Corfe last year. Um, Lots of pace. Um, the striker's movement's really clever. It was wearing, I think, actually wearing 21 or something. Mm. Um, it's a lone front man with a false nine target man sort of thing. And he's, his movement off him was really clever. Um, and they're pace in the wide areas as well. So um, immediately showed a bit of a threat for us and um, a bit of a test for us defensively that we probably didn't get the week before at Wareham. And I guess the first chance to go at the game probably sort of went for, came for a new signing, Bolsey, really. Sort of just cut in from the right-hand side where he was playing and shot and it sort of whistled just past the post. Yeah, I think I said at the time as he kind of shaped up to hit it, I thought, no, oh, that's in. Um, so I was a bit surprised it went about yeah, a yard wide or so. But yeah, he's, I'd say his quality immediately showed and first touch and uh, movement's really clever and created a good chance. And uh, when we had a very good, start, the chance is sort of starting to come now and, you know, the, the course sort of breaks were getting a bit less frequent uh, Lewis Houshin went on a went on a run and set up Flem and again the shot was just wide of the post it's a bit like that Newcastle player that's a maximum sort of thing <laughs> his crazy legs came out and he's like turning players inside and yeah Houch, great run um, one two off Flem I think as well and yeah really good uh, really good chances coming now and uh, corners and set pieces are starting to build up so getting a bit niggly and then we do get a goal um, Louis Morgan with the corner New side of Bolsey, heads it back across goal and, of course, who's in the middle waiting for it? Definitely called standing on the goalkeeper at corners before the game. I knew his intent and, he, and it came good for him. Uh, I, I said to Ben in half-joking that it was um, Kevin Nolan did that for my, my Bolton for years. So, um, yeah, no, he's built for that. He's got the big bum. He put it into the keeper, got the space and put it in the top corner. So, fair play to him. Um, long may it continue the more goals he scores the better for us <laughs> uh, just to clarify that's, that's Jamie Green with the goal before he starts crying about not having his name mentioned on here uh, and then you know, another corner caused more trouble and Johnny Mann he's unlucky with his effort yeah really good uh, really good save block something what, but he got a good uh, good toe on it and threw himself at it and 
he shouldn't have really had that much space. He lost his mark a bit easy, but yeah, good call for defending, and they weren't giving up without a fight, that's for sure. Um, and then probably sort of two minutes it changed the game at this point. We're 43 minutes in, we're 1-0 up. Um, Flem gets the ball on the edge of the box, probably 20 yards out. I'm not going to say he caught it as best he's ever caught a ball, and it sort of went in the corner, hardish and low, and possibly underneath the goalkeeper. Well, that's trying to get you in um, in trouble with Flem. I came running back from clipping the ball behind the goal and said, oh, a great finish from Flem. Really, really <laughs> great finish. And you said, no, under the keeper. So um, I have to take your word for it, but I, I thought he took it quite well. But. I mean, I always say is if you, you hit the target, you've got every chance. If you don't hit the target, you've got no chance of you. And, you know, we've had a, we've, I think we've probably, it's fair to say, we've had two or three this season where perhaps you could say the keeper should have done better. But if they're on target, you've got a chance. And if they're not on target... You have no chance. Maybe. And, uh, yeah, you're right. And Flem's, um, Flem's technique has is, is actually been really good this year. He's hit the target lows and he's kept his shot low and he's done that. Whereas I think a lot of players would possibly snatch at them and put them over the, over the bar. Flem is deliberately not doing that and he's reaping the rewards. He's got 10 goals or something now. So fair play to him. And then just a minute later, possibly the goal that finished it. Well, probably definitely the goal that finished it when we get to the end. But just one minute later, 44 minutes in, uh, we had a nice move down the right-hand side, to be fair, and uh, arriving in the box is Adam Barrett. Um, or possibly possibly was, someone else. I said Adam Bartlett on the match report. So, uh, um, is that a new signing? Or is that... <laughs> he was wearing the captain's armband, so he must be good. Um, yeah, no, it took his goal well. Bit of a tap-in, but, you know, you take him, especially if you're Adam. <laughs> uh, a nice move, and I guess that sort of that changed things, really. Sort of half-time came. It had been... Although we'd probably had the better of the possession, um, Corford obviously done well on the counter, particularly earlier on, uh, and we're still sort of, you know, just still threatening a little bit sort of throughout the half, but two goals in two minutes, a minute or two before half-time, sort of changes everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it did win that a little bit. Um, I, kicking a ball around with you at half-time, you could hear those guys saying... Um, uh, we've, not been, we've not been good enough, we've not been good enough. They were critical of their own performance, um, which is not something you normally see. You normally see a bit of a man can moan at referees or whatever else, but they were quite honest with themselves, I think. They don't think they performed to the level they think they can perform to, which is a good thing for them, I guess. They, they know where they are and what they expect and how high standards are expected of each other. Um, and it showed in the second half because they, they came out fighting. Okay, and... Um, I'll just, I'll just ask... <laughs> As we're just being joined by a, another collective group here, I will just ask Harry, because we, we've, just, we've just discussed, we got to half-time, and I guess the two minutes before half-time half time sort of changes your team talk quite dramatically. Well, we scored two goals. Oh, two right, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, we um, finished the half very well, didn't we? After not looking um, overly inspiring, I think the third goal was best move we've had for weeks <laughs> it was a beautiful goal yeah we um, well, we looked like we were going to be in a real sticky game going in 3-0 is a completely different outlook than what we imagined at 40 minutes I guess the negative of the first half is that um, Gary Bowles he's obviously just signed he's played a half and sort of comes off injured a minute or so before half time or half time uh, looks in a bit of pain with a, with a back problem yeah yeah I think he tweaked it in the warm-up when he was doing so. I'm not quite sure what he'd done, but he didn't look right for the first 20-odd minutes. He was struggling to break into a sprint, so that was obviously a big blow. With We were all excited to see him play, and it just sort of didn't work out that way in the end, did it? <laughs> anyway, so the second half started, and I mean, it, in, compared to the first half, it was a bit of an anticlimax overall, I guess, but 
you know, Corf started quite well and they were pushing and they had a couple of reasonable efforts that Cuffy made reasonable saves from. Yeah, I think, um, as I alluded to earlier, you know, they had a bit of a few harsh words at half-time, especially the way their half finished, conceding the two in the last five minutes of the half. Um, critical of themselves, you know, probably had a bit, bit of a re-evaluation of, you know, the standards they expect and probably reinforced that at half-time. And, yeah, they improved second half, definitely. And... I guess a, a lot of the, our second half uh, positives or our chances came through uh, Nick Voss was involved. He'd come on for Gary Bowles and the first one was uh, Cross and Josh and Vossi was on the end of it but just it just over the bar. Yeah, it did come up a little bit high, didn't it? I think he sort of um, went to put his side of his foot through and it ended up hitting him on the ankle and went blazing over. It was, it was a tough, it was quite a tough one to take first time but... You, maybe you'd expected him. He would have thought he would have scored, to be honest. Yeah. And I mean the, I mean the biggest chance of the half. We can't leave this out, really. <laughs> uh, Nick Voss involved again with the ball in, uh, and Louis Morgan just has got to tap it in at the far post, hasn't he? And we were all, I don't know, we were all just assumed it was in, but it, then it wasn't. <laughs> I think I heard someone else say even Will would have scored that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Even I mean, I expect when Louis hears this, he's going to be at home crying. <laughs> Even on my wrong foot as well. Um, all he had to do was let it hit him, and um, it, he was he was under the bar, and he's somehow got it over it. Um, it was harder to miss and score. Um, but you know, he got in position. There's not really much to say. He should have scored. He should have scored. Should have was he still upset from last week when no one would pass to him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has that little hard done by feeling, doesn't he? No one's passing to him anymore. <laughs> he was getting, he was getting frustrated in the second half because he was, you know, it's a good thing with your strike. You want him desperate to score goals, yeah. and he was just desperate to get on the score sheet. And I don't think he could have got an easier chance to do it. <laughs> um, and then again, Nick Voss is sort of played through coming in from the right hand side of the angle, uh, shoots, keeper makes a good save, and then a double save. But I mean, I would potentially say, would, did he have a better option on just by squaring it into? the middle oh it's a tough yeah <laughs> yeah it was a tough one because it, it, it was it was a clear one-on-one inside the box so you can't blame him for shooting but maybe if he got his head up or heard, heard the shout heard the shout from inside yeah and that sort of that's how it finished really it sort of ended up I guess the second half was um not littered with them but it had some petty tackles in it and deteriorated into not the greatest spectacle after the promise of the first half. Uh, I think one of our lads, I'm not going to name names, but he knows what I'm talking about, is a lucky boy. Um, <laughs> he's a very lucky boy. Um, and yeah, they were niggly, they were fighting, um, frustrated at how they played in the first half, and that the game had gone and that we were managing it out. Um, I think one of the real uh, bonuses and pluses for us was at the start of the season when we were scoring a lot of goals. Um, we were conceding goals. That's two clean sheets in a row for us now. And um, yeah, there was a bit of a question mark on our fitness at the end of the game. But um, a clean sheet against the Pacey and you know a, uh, one of the top goal scorers in the league last season up front for them. Um, it's a good sign. And like I said, a couple, you know, a couple of positive results in a row. We got some, you know, a couple more on paper winnable games in the run up to Christmas before we hit hit Bolsey just afterwards it should be another difficult test um, we've got to keep this run going 
Yeah, I think it's important that we we're playing every week as well because picking up the momentum is quite important for us and the performances are solid. I think we um we we set our standards pretty high and we know we've got a lot of room for improvement which hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll we'll keep to see the important performances going up and up. Okay, so other results on the weekend, uh, Balty 3, Sherbourne 1, uh, Bridport 2, Portland United 2, Stern Newton 2, Dort Sports 3, Swanage 3, Hulk 1. Uh, Hamrack, of course, top of the pile, played 11, won 11. Um, we've also played 11, play, uh, won 9, lost 2, so we're 6 points behind. That does leave us, however, in 5th place. Um, all the three sides above us have played more. Merley Cobham, 1 place above us, 1 point above us, played a game more. And then Gillingham and Balty are... Uh, three, uh, two and three points above us and they have played four games more so uh, there's potential to overtake all of those teams above if we keep our good win uh, keep our good run going okay so on to the uh, reserves match that we can there's uh, plenty to talk about in this one uh, Jake you're playing AFC Blanford um, and the game is played at Stour Payne which I guess is the first time most of you, if all of you, have been there? Yeah, certainly the first time I've been there, because until I put the postcode and I thought I was going to Blantford. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got to style playing. Pitch was decent, to be fair. It's not bad facilities out there. No. Um, a few of the lads did go to Blantford and sort of then phoned me to say, where are you? <laughs> um, but no, yeah, the, I think the lads went there and lost quite heavily last year. Um, 6-1 or 6-2, I think they said they'd lost last year. So for the new boys that have come from the under-18s and a, a few more additions, it was a first-time outing at Style Payne. Mm. It certainly used to be one of the better pitches in the DPL when they were in it on a regular basis, so um, uh, that's good. Uh, and you started the game really well, because just like six minutes in and we're on the score sheet. Yeah, that man again, Sam Fuller, I'm going to bring him up because he's been absolutely on fire. Um, we started really aggressively, which is what we've been doing the past few weeks here. A nice run of form just as we get towards Christmas. Um, the ball sort of bouncing around the penalty area and he's just drilled it home. Um, well deserved, we, cut, we create chances from the off, straight from kick-off. Um, so yeah, 1-0 in five, five minutes, couldn't ask for a better start really. Um, but Blanford sort of responded well to this and came back and pegged you back for 15, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, they did. It, it was really strange. We sort of got the first goal, had a couple of half chances for the second, then just sort of almost forgot we were playing a game. I, thought I was confused about what we were doing. I mean, we were losing individual battles and losing battles in the middle of the park. And Blackford had us in our half, arguably, for 20 minutes. Um, wasn't really testing Josh too much, and the back four stayed strong. But, we, yeah, we, we were really deep in sort of under the cosh for a while. OK. But, you know, we've defended it out. You say you've not really conceded chances as such. You know, Josh probably made a couple of saves, but nothing that you shouldn't save, should we say. Um, and... Then it's 2-0. Yeah, good goal this. Um, it was either Sweet or Phillips, one of them, in that central midfield. I was picked the ball up and it a diagonal to Sam Fuller. He's done me to go on and chest it and spun his marker, who's ended up on the deck. <laughs> He's then drilled into the byline and it's, it's definitely a shot. He's he shot, basically, <laughs> from the byline. He's dragged it, it's gone across the goal and Dwayne sliding in and he's finished it with his knees. It's gone in <laughs> off his knees. So, I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, you, I think technically we call that bundled, um, <laughs> probably. Yeah. But, you know, you get anything on it, it goes in. That's a good goal, isn't it? Yeah, bundles in. It's, it's been good to add him back on the side the past couple of weeks. He's, he's a nice presence at the top and the boys can get in around him and play off him. So, yeah, um, that was... It's sort of their heads sort of perked up again. Then the lads realised that we were sort of playing football still and after that, it was, it was good. Okay. And before you know it, um, Mike Rouser gets on the score sheet. He scores some 
well, within six yards. Are we calling this a bundle as well, or is that is this better than that? No, this is worse than that. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it could have been, but it's um, yeah, it's rattling around. I think three or four of them had a go at it, put in the net. It's come to Mike. He's sort of gone past one, been taken out, shot. The keeper's rebounding. He's gone at it again. In the end, it's just ended up in the net. You know what he's like. He'll claim anything, Mike. He's a shot box. So we'll give that to him. It keeps up his impressive record for us of scoring in every game he's played this year. So yeah, three 0 then. And 3-0, and again, it wasn't long, here we go, and we didn't stop there in the first half. Um, good work from, from Dwayne setting up Sam Fuller for his second. Probably the best goal this one, to be honest, in terms of finishing-wise. Um, Dwayne is real, real, real strong with the ball at his feet, um, in the, the sort of, played him in the 10 role, um, and him, Sam and Mike sort of interchanged really well, and they, they couldn't really keep up with it, really, someone's Blantford. Um, he's beat his man, he's pulled it back to just beyond the penalty area, sort of on the half volley, and Sam's just lashed it, straight down the keeper's throat, straight on the roof of the net, and I couldn't really argue with that, so 4-0. <laughs> so 4-0 at half-time, I mean, it's a fantastic place to be, and obviously you'd, sort of, you'd hope that would be game over. Um, somewhat flattering, but the clinicalness of the finishing sort of rewarded the few chances you had. Yeah, you're probably right, it was flattering. I didn't think we deserved our overall play to be 4-0 up, but I certainly wasn't going to be disgruntled by it. Um, we had created a lot of chances but like you said our overall gameplay wasn't probably where it could have been to be honest um, but like you said great position to be in at 4-0 at half time so I couldn't argue with it and it's, it's nice to have strikers in the box I mean certainly looking at your description of the first three I mean I don't know maybe combined total of 10 yards for three goals out. I mean that's getting balls in the right areas and people being in the right areas to finish them off, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what we struggled with the first few games of the season. Obviously, one, we went on a bit of a run where we, we weren't scoring so many goals and we didn't really lose ideas of where goals were coming from, but we weren't creating as many chances and now we can't stop creating chances. So I, I can't moan with that at all. OK, so second half starts and fairness to Blanford, they, they start quite well and it leads to them pulling a the goal back. Yeah, um, I'm going to actually mention Todd for this because what he was doing I don't really know. <laughs> so he, he stood their winger up and he, I don't think he'd just be bothered to tackle him so he just thinks he's going to kick him and give away a free kick. Uh, they've played it quick, crossing the box, headed it in the bottom corner and that's 4-1. <laughs> exactly <Okay>. like that. <laughs> um, so you can respond in two ways. You can sort of just you know, continue in a... In a Oh, it's only one, we'll slumber on, but we responded well, and Sam Fuller completes his hat-trick. Probably the worst goal of the game. <laughs> um, him, him, Mike and Dwayne and Stobsey, like I said, were, were really, really strong as a, as a front-forward line. Um, Mike's cut in, it's really unselfish of him, I was expecting him to, to round the keeper and sort of put it in the net himself, but he's gone round the keeper, and then two of the lads have got back on the line, so he sort of waited and hesitated, and give it to Sam and Sam sort of bundled it in again and not a real scrappy ugly goal but a well deserved hat trick yeah, that's what it was <laughs> by the second goal he, he sort of yeah um, but I can argue that it's well deserved he, he's been fantastic for a month or so now on that right hand side of a three so yeah I was really really pleased for him to get his first senior hat trick um, but in fairness again the Blanford you know they don't stop but they're still firing away at this point and they're creating chances and eventually take one 5-2 it should have been about 5 all because we had another 10 minutes I didn't put the match report where they had a couple of chances um, they had one missing two yards and one missing open goal so um, but, but, but it's to be fair to them and then sort of give the lads a bit of a, a bollock in and said um, lads come on sort of with we need to. St- we we're pushing on. I've got no issue with yeah. just wanting to get on the score sheet, but we've just become a bit sloppy and a bit complacent at the back. So yeah, um, one of the lads has ran through and started it in. It's, it's five two. So yeah. 
But that doesn't deter us, particularly when we keep going and, and Liam Stobbs does what Stobbs he does, really. You say you say what he does what Stobbs he does. I felt sorry for him because their keeper was a middle-aged chap, but he was making some fantastic saves. And it, Stobbs, he was just getting frustrated, bless him. He, he was doing anything right. All his, his finishing looked spot on, but the keeper was just in the way of everything. And he said to me when the ball comes out, I'm just not going to score today. <laughs> I said, no, keep going, you get, you get your chance. And the one he did take, he took expertly, like I'd like I back him to do any time. So, yeah, a good goal for him in the 6-2. Yes, and I'm not having anything said against middle-aged blokes, by the way. <laughs> All right. uh, Mike Rousel, then on the score sheet again, with his second, making it seven. Yeah, making it seven. This is when I'm... Um, oh, seven. Yeah. <laughs> this is when I'm starting to think we could be in for double figures in. I don't want to be disrespectful to Nantville, obviously, but I'm, our goal difference needed improving. We, we had to stay mm. hungry and keep, keep aressive. And I said that to the lads at half-time. I said, we've got four, so I want eight now, second half. I said, the performance doesn't, it doesn't drop. Um, it's, it's great having Mike on the side. The, lad, the lads love it when he comes in. We have him on loan from Pedro when they have got a fixture. Um, and he's another one in the box. You give him a chance, three chances, he scored two goals. And that's exactly what he did. He's, he's gone through, ran the defender and slotted home with his weaker foot very comfortably. And then you got your wish, the eighth goal came. Um, and possibly the... Um, no, no, maybe not the biggest surprise goal scorer because he's definitely decent in the air from corners. I've I've seen him score quite a few headers from corners, but um, George Weston bombing up from left back and um, scoring from not far out. It, it was funny because I didn't really know we, he was on our side of the touchline. And me and Plimps are watching the move sort of unfold, and it's all on the right hand side. And then we just watch him. He's, he's jogging. He's jogging. And next you know he's in the six yard box. And he's tapping home. So <laughs> I was a little bit like, why is he there? But I'm not going to moan. It's, He's been he's out of position a little bit at that left back slot, but he's certainly made his own uh, since Scott's sort of hurt his foot. So I can't argue with that. It's well deserved goal for him. He's he's been fantastic this year so far. So yeah, we can finish for a left back. Good. I hope he keeps developing like he should do. Very good player. Um, and then another young lad, uh, Morley. Uh, you brought him off the bench, and he finishes the scoring with the final two goals of the game. Yeah, um, I was really pleased with Morley's performance when he came on Saturday. He's, he's got bags of talent, and for his age, I've not really seen a better natural finisher. I'm sure Harry will see the same. Um, he had a couple of goals for us in pre-season, which I was sort of wowed by. Um, and I said to him, not that I love the formation too much, but we just said, we'll go to a 4-4-2. And I said to him, go and play off Dwayne. Get in around Dwayne, and Dwayne will feed you. Um, and he had a couple of half chances he snatched at, but he looked confident. Um, and his two goals were so well taken for, for his age and the, the, even the opposition sort of said he, he looks very good I said, yeah he's, he's only 16 so really really pleasing for him I know that's sort of been playing on his mind trying to get off the mark this year for us and two expertly taken goals I'm sure will give him the boost of confidence he needs yeah a couple of nice finishes always boost your confidence so uh, a good result I guess um, the one concern from this is that Obviously, FC Blanford over the last few weeks has been given a couple of weeks off by the league to recoup and recover because they've struggled for a side. Um, now you've got this result, we need them to keep going for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the only concern me and, me and Plimps did have. Um, but having chatted to, to their opposition, I didn't get the impression that those lads were going to give up, to be honest. Um, and 10 2 does flatter us. Yeah. We could have had more, but they could have had four or five more either. So. If you'd make it fair, it probably should have been about 15 10. <laughs> so, yeah. Defence is on top. <laughs> yeah, I've, got, um, I've got. I don't really have a lot of worry that they'll pull out the league because um, I think their manager had been there last year before. He said he'd lost a couple of players to the DPL side, Bamford, but he, he was doing all he could to, to get people in. So, um, but I think they said they had, they had Bentmaster next week and asked if, if they should be worried, but I think they gave him a good game. They gave us a good game despite the scoreline saying otherwise. 
Okay, so other results from the weekend were Broadstone 2, uh, Merley Common Reserves 4, Cranbourne 3, Chuckle 1, and Stalbridge 5, Wincanton 1. So, Paul Borough top the table, played 9, won 7, drawn 2, they got 23 points. We currently sit in 3rd on 17 points uh, with 5 2 2 record. We are 1. In between us, it's Sturmitz and Marshall. They've played one game more than us, but have four points more than us. So, uh, we've got to play them again. You know, it's, it's there, possibly, isn't it? So, um, but we are... And Paul, we're chasing them as well. We are chasing Paul down, but they have played the same number of games as us and they do have a six-point advantage. So, it's, <laughs> it's a bit harder. I agree. Back. We're only six, six <laughs> points behind Hamrick. It's, it's never, never say never, by all means, but that's, that'll be harder. And I guess... Uh, Paul Burrow will be looking to come back up to DPL. You know, it's been they've been out for a few years and they've got the facilities and stuff to come back up, haven't they? So it will we, certainly um, be on their minds. Yeah, we went down there. I think my third game in charge. Um, I thought I was really clever and went to a three at the back, um, and I haven't done that since because they scored six and we scored one. <laughs> so hindsight says. <laughs> hindsight says we haven't quite got the the players to play three at the back. Um, and if we're going to do it, we probably need to work on it a bit in training. Um, but this, the, but you need your defenders to be there at training? Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but then again, I, I can't moan. Six unbeaten, four wins. Yeah. We've hit a nice run of form, and I think the lads are uh, um, impressed with that. They're, they're playing well, the confidence as well. They're, they're all buzzing and out the change room. It's, it's a good environment to be in at the minute. Um, but it's each game as it comes. Obviously, we've spoke, the target isn't the league. The target is... Pass as many young lads as I can onto Harry and Scott, Ben and Tom between them. Um, but we just take each game as I come, like I said, and keep chipping away, trying to get three points. Excellent. The under 18s fell to their first defeat of the season at Alverton despite leading 1 0 at half time through a goal from Rory. Nelsie turned the game around in the second half to win 4 2, and our consolation came from Ben Pounder. Uh, so, very quickly, lads, um, the Manchester Derby was quite a decent game on uh, Saturday evening. I'm not going to ask you, Jake, for a minute, but I mean, if we needed any confirmation, Will, it's Liverpool's title now, isn't it? Uh, I'm just going to remind you, Phil, about something I said to you before the game. I said United are going to win today. <laughs> and you, as a United fan, you gave up on them. You said, no, they're not. We've got I no do, chance. I do, I'm a natural pessimist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, no, I agree. I still, I still thought we had no chance at the time. When we were 2 0 up at half time, I still thought City would win. Um, because that has been the hit and miss nature of United performances this year that you can be good for a, a short period of time but then be less than good for large spells again and even when it got to 2-1 or 5 minutes ago I would still not have put money on United winning that game that's okay if you want to add in a little feature to this podcast about Will's tip of the week or something you know, call it Willie's tip or whatever, <laughs> whatever we're, we're not calling anything Willie's tip alright <laughs> 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 um, but but Jake, I mean, people were concerned about Liverpool in December, um, but uh, Jurgen Klopp's rotation policy is clearly working. I mean, I, this isn't going to be a comparison you might like, but Ferguson was great at this back in the day where he got his rotation spot on all the time, continued to win games a couple at a time, and, and Klopp seems to have it. And obviously they've just completed a great win away at Salzburg tonight where everyone was anticipating a hard game and that Salzburg would score, and yet they've come away with another win. Yeah, it's it's a nice time to be a Liverpool fan, but I don't get ahead of myself December. I don't think you win these in December. We get to March and April and we're still sort of picking up points. Um, it's, it's a bonus. I mean, I watched that Merseyside derby last week and when I watched that line-up, I had a heart attack. <laughs> um, but then in fairness, 
Origi's a man for the big occasions, isn't he? I mean, the, bu- the bookies the bookies don't get things wrong very often, and they're paying out. I think that tells you some of them are. Aren't are they? You really? I, I think probably have already. Yeah, some sort of them are. I think. Um, I've been yeah, I mean, on, on another on another hand, when you look at our form, I think we've lost one league game in thirty three. Is it? And that was back at the Etihad in January. And to 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 me, that's title in form. But like until time. someone has that trophy in their hands in May, nothing is done yet. I've always said it'll be interesting if Van Dijk got injury. That's if Van Dijk right. gets an injury, or Lovren, Lovren did he went off yeah. injured today, didn't he? We've got Neil Neymar, yeah. he can play the easy. So if, if if Van Dijk got an injury, it'd be interesting. And the other thing I think we need to mention the weekend, Harry. I'll probably ask. No, I'm definitely going to ask you this, uh, Son. I mean. <laughs> they might as well stop the. Uh, there's no point competing for the goal of the season competition anymore, is there? You just hand him the trophy now. Sonaldo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, it was a great goal. Wasn't it? But I liked um, Jan Vertonghen's uh, tweet saying, did, did anyone notice the assist? <laughs> 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 yeah, it was, it was pretty spectacular. <laughs> Fair enough. I actually felt sorry for Kane because his first goal was a bit of a belter as well with 25 yards. No one's even mentioned it. No. In fact, I hate to say, but in my office today, I heard someone say Kane's not in the best of form. <laughs> because then started talking about Son's goal. It's like, I think he scored, a, I think he scored a quite a few. But there you go. Let's, I'm not going to mention any names. Anyway, that's your lot for this week. Uh, weather permitting, we'll be back in action this weekend. The first travel to Wareham for the second time in three weeks, hoping to repeat our successful visit, uh, but this time in the league. The reserves will face Stalbridge at Alvington, and both of these matches kick off at two o'clock. On Sunday, the under-18s travel to Wembden in what looks like a tough test after our narrow victory against them earlier in the season. We are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all other good podcast providers. Please subscribe and give us a nice rating. If you'd like to get in touch, please use the hashtag WFCPod, and we will pick up your questions and do our best to answer them. I'd like to thank Will Island, Jake Coombs, and Harry Gibbs for their time this evening, and to wish all our sides good luck at the weekend if we get a break with the weather. Thank you.